Welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. You can uh, come on in. You can also join us. Just call in at 356 9397. That's 217 area code 356 WDWS. That's how it works out. And you can also uh, text us at 217 217- Three five one five three five seven. Experts today include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning. We'll take care of that in just a second. Okay. And she's got a little short in her headphones. Hey, good morning, Steve Brown. Hey, good or morning, head. Tamara. Yeah. Are you sure it's in the headphones? <laughs> <laughs> and somewhere up there. There's John Weisgarver making it up to the table. Correctly pulling the scissors out of his pocket before he sits down. Oh, you're so good, John. Ouch. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got it together. He's you done are. it before. <laughs> okay, well, we ha- happy May Day. Yep. Yes, May also, Day. apparently, it's also National Remember. Garden Naked Day. Ain't, ain't happening. And I got that wow. <laughs> from my husband. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> so if you want to, I guess, garden in your skivvies. Go do it. Less. It's national. It's a national day. It's a national. <laughs> yeah. The, is this while it's still dark? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's already enough. over because it was right. You're right at 4 o'clock this morning. Right. Maybe if they only garden in raised beds so there's no stooping over. Oh, that, oh God. <laughs> I think we better talk about plants. Yeah, let's switch over to <laughs> National to gar- Garden to, let's Naked talk about Day. Enjoy other it. kind of gardening here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but yes, what's okay. going on out there, kids? Oh, nothing. We've just got a few plants in. Mm-hmm. I was just a trying few. to do some space planning. Where are we going to put the cannas next? A space planner. The uh, crazy cannas that we had last year and a little bit two years ago. But they're in gallon pots, and Cleopatra is one of them. But I think there's either oh, yeah, some Tropicana Pretoria out there, yeah, yeah. and a, and a couple others. But the Cleopatra is that one that has a. How would you describe everything? It's like a. You never know what you're going to get with the flower and or the leaves. It's kind of schizophrenic. Yeah. Oh, that's a good terminology. Yeah. yeah. Not that Cleopatra was schizophrenic. Oh, I don't know, and I didn't know her personally. But she was colorful. Okay. I'll just make sure that we can go with that. Yeah. Because sometimes it it. You can have a, a, a red flower, sometimes you can have yellow flower, sometimes you can have a green leaf, sometimes red, sometimes red and green striped. No kidding. It's, it's really Sometimes cool. the yellow flower has red spots, sometimes the yeah. red flower has yellow spots. I forgot or yeah. yeah. All from the same plant. All yeah. from the same plant. Isn't that That's fun? That's the coolest part about that. The leaves are just so random, too. It, yeah. Exactly. just adds That's so much interest to the garden. What's going to be next? Yeah. Very All right, cool. And those are cannas? Cannas. Yes, yeah, and there's some other ones cannas. out there. Again, Pretoria or Tropicana has this great striped leaf to it. There's yeah. nothing better than a Tropicana. That is just a standard in the yeah. trade. With an orange flower. And yeah. so it's fantastic. And there's some other ones too. So that selection is freshly arrived. Yes. And I think we have another five or 6,000 vegetables that just arrived this morning. Ish. Ish. And um, yeah. And so there, there <laughs> my will eyes got really wide. Probably five or six thousand. Probably won't be anything that we're not having in stock uh, today. So we're we're pretty full. And the hanging baskets, just a oh, a, a compliment to Linda and the and Ama and the team. The ones that they grew in the greenhouse here, just the combos are, and it's just prime in terms of the right size to be able to get them into your car and still be a big show right away. That's and a then, good point. And then one of these days here, whether it's now or whether it's in a week, who knows? You can probably 
put it out there with not too much fear. Uh, I know the sweet potato vine wouldn't have liked you last night if you would have bought one that had sweet potato in the in the combo. But um, just incredible. And some of the growers that we uh, work with, too, that supply us just the hanging baskets that they grew and their yeah. combinations. Just, and those bright green stunning. pots and their yeah. gray pots are, are, you're right, stunning. Why, thank well, you. And the best, yeah, the best attribute about the hanging basket is you don't always have to hang it. Well, how do you That's do that, John? Exactly Tell us right. about that. Good point. That's a great point. Set it on a plant stand. Set it inside a container. Yeah. The hangers yeah, just pop drop off it down. quite just easily. Drop it. Yeah. And some of the baskets are big enough that you can do that oh, yeah. and make it through the summer. And the petunia baskets that uh, Linda and the crew grew here, they're only nineteen ninety nine, and they're in 13-inch pots. So they're huge. Fabulous looking. And, and not only some straight of uh, the best varieties. I mean, there's royal velvet, and there's... Uh, straight reds and straight whites and bubblegum pink and all the best ones. But then there's a lot of them that are in a combination of three colors together or two colors together. There's night sky petunias, which is that purple one with the white spots and the stripes on it, planted along with some white petunias in the same basket. So they're, they're, they're in groups, the same color in, in groups, and it's just it catches you from all the way across the sales yard. You see that color is just fabulous. There's yeah. a, a Vista medley that has uh, bubble gum in it, and that has a brighter, darker pink. And I don't remember if it's Vista fuchsia or which one. Fuchsia or magenta uh, is in there, but and then pretty. there's a white one in there too. And it's just a, an incredible combination. It might be my current favorite. Yeah, it's that's that's a lot for you to say that. It is a lot for me to say that. <laughs> yeah, twenty bucks. I think the 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 simplicity of it is what's so beautiful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Oh, that's like I saw a hanging basket, and it was just strictly blue lobelia. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Lobelia. Lobelia. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lobelia. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah, very simple, but so beautiful. Just stunning. And I think if you had a, a morning sun location for that, it'd yeah. be just about perfect, where it gets good, bright, intense sun, a little bit of air circulation, but then gets a break in the, in the middle of the day in the afternoon. Okay. Nice tip. Thank you. I am just so blown away at the geranium set we've grown this year. Oh, my gosh. I agree with you. Yeah, I popped my head back into that part of the greenhouses just to say hi to Linda. And and I was just met with the sea of rows of color. And it was, oh, my gosh. Just goes on and on. It's just incredible. They're beautiful. It is. It is. You cannot beat a geranium. I'm sorry, you just can't. And ours you can't beat anywhere. And now that I have learned the little trick, it's it's a lot better. Where like one, it, once it has expired, go ahead and, and just snap it off. Deadhead? Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a much better name for it. Because <laughs> that just makes them or keep the, on deadhead coming. Deadheading is yeah. very Make you a music groupie or something. I'm not sure, but a deadhead. But, you know, it's one or the other. Grateful Dead, dude. No. <laughs> so you got any perennials uh, out there? Oh, uh, only a couple. You know, it's early. Yeah. Oh, We're working gosh. on it. Yeah. I think so, there's probably just about, you, I mean, everything's covered just I, about. I do not have room for everything I've got in right now. It just is it's incredible. Well, you might after today. 
Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Let's sell, sell, sell. Well, we got some beautiful stuff coming in. The racks that came in from, um, actually, it was on my day off. It was fabulous. The timing couldn't have been more perfect. <laughs> no, too bad we <laughs> didn't get them out. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to help unload they're all the truck. Sit, sitting there waiting for me. Yeah, that's okay though. You know what? They're just they're they're all they all have prices on them. You know, let's if you want them, take them. Well, and I saw Brian. Uh, a few minutes ago, and he said, well, I'll go ahead and, and let Marianne tell you about the maples that came in, because she loves her Japanese maples. The Japanese maples have been stunning this year, and they've really? been flying out of here. Really? It's just been so much fun. The people that have never done them, people that have are collectors. Oh, my gosh, a collector of Japanese maples. Who knew? Um, just, it's, it's I just want to go see their yard. It's, it's, a, it's a nice <laughs> way to make, if somebody has a little bit of an issue or a problem, sound a little bit more acceptable. Sure. What kind I, of an I, issue I, or problem? I collect them as it's opposed not to a, I, oh, not I being hoard an them or I'm obsessive <laughs> about them. Or. I hoard Japanese maples. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's something that happens when you're a gardener and, and it gets just out of hand. You become a collector, not an obsessive gardener. Okay. And so you kind of have to like watch said, that. Like it sounds better. Is it a fine line that you kind of have to walk then? No, there's not a fine line. You are, you aren't. Do, <laughs> do what you want to do. Yep, there you go. Okay, good. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. That's a two one seven area code. Or you can text us at two one seven three five one five three five seven. There you go. There you go. So yes. we haven't mentioned, if you don't mind my interrupting, Not Mother's no. Day oh. everyone is coming up a week from tomorrow. Oh. And we had to modify the traditional special we've done the last few years, uh, with the fifty dollar gift card purchase. This year, you get a free Boston fern hanging basket. Nice. Which and they're just they're pretty they're incredible. Just out of sight this so year. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not the hibiscus offer this year. It is the the big beautiful. It's the Boston fern hanging basket looking. offer this year. But it's Man, an incredible selection. Great. They are just beautiful. I, I truly. I'm trying to think of a place now that I don't have as much shade. Darn it. Where I could put and a that, protected area. It, okay, and so what do they want, Boston ferns? Protected. Morning, morning sun, morning filtered sun, uh, dappled sun in the afternoon, but not hot, intense sun. Okay. Is that intense afternoon sun that gets a lot of plants, and bo- yeah. Boston's are one of them. Yeah, yeah. And they, they like they, a higher okay. moisture requirement. They yep. do. Higher watering frequency. But they add so much to your garden. Oh, it is for just sure. a, It's a look you can't get with anything else. It's a, it's a great addition to if you have a porch. Oh, yeah. You know. That's wow. all I think I've ever seen is like hanging in a hanging basket or maybe in a tall planter. Understand. Sure, tall planter pedestal. Yeah. So absolutely. Okay. I, I always have to remind people that green is a color. You don't have to have red or yellow or orange. Green is a color also. That adds a lot to your environment. And well, there are lots how, of shades of green. There yes. are so many shades of green. Oh, yeah. And so many textures out there. Shades of green. That's a yes. book. Oh, no, that's gray. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's your book. That will come out soon. Shades of Green? Oh, I love it. That's a great title. Shades of Green. <laughs> okay, you have these cute little stakes uh, for the garden um, that I just, if you're, if you're going to plant vegetables with kids, I just think this is a great idea. You've got a little metal stake, and one is an eggplant, one is a corn, a piece of corn, one uh, is a pea pod, and the other is a carrot. They're ju- not just yeah. an eggplant. This is a, a really goofy, pleasant-looking, like, hi, how are you today? <laughs> you know, kind eyes. of eggplant. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 
So yeah, I I just had that to would mention be fun. these are cute. Kids these in. are yeah. new and check these out when you come into the store. Uh, Tamara obviously did. <laughs> that one's going home did. with her. <laughs> so uh, uh, with the uh, with Mother's Day in mind, uh, you also have. A variety of gift cards. You can pretty much get it in whatever denomination you want, right? You can get it in okay. any denomination. And you then want. the really nice cards out here, like the papyrus cards. Yeah. Are, those are lovely. The, this is a gift all by itself. The boutique department's obviously popular uh, for Mother's Day. Uh, candles are always popular for Mother's Day. Some of the floral designs have been good. And of course, Great anything ideas. gardening related. And I think we've <laughs> talked about this uh, on and off for Mother's Day for years, John used to reliably give his mother a gift of some perennials. Yes. And then he would right. say he would plant them. And yeah, I guess you pretty much did eventually. Yeah, and it, and you eventually that. got them yeah. done. We planted together, yep. That's yep. pretty cool. That's a great gift. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was great. And yeah. a nice way that. to spend time together, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even if she's just sitting in a garden chair. Pointing. And right watching. there. Right yeah. there. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I, I can get into that. I, I love that. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. I'm not. <laughs> little garden stand with a mimosa nope. on it. Ooh. I can see it. See? Sure. So, common questions this week. Anything in particular? Is it okay to put out? Blank. Yep. Yeah. I had that one, of course, a lot. And the other one I had a lot was, is my blank dead? Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I, I had a, uh, a couple of calls from uh, people that their trees were, were just budding out. And with those cold nights oh, sure. last, was it last week? When, uh, whenever it was. Whenever it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, it was just a few days ago. It's, a, Actually. it's all a blur. But... Uh, you know they lost they lost their their foliage. Mm. So uh, you know with some encouragement, I said, you know more than likely we're going to have some rebound on the foliage. Yeah, trees and and shrubs and uh, perennials they're they're pretty smart actually. You know they don't just send out a bunch of leaves and then get hit by the cold and drop all those leaves and not have any and anything else coming on. You D-U-N know, D-U-N done. They have a secondary but. Uh, leaf system and it, those will come out and it's a lot easier with the deciduous plants yeah uh, the broadleaf evergreens may or may not have the gusto yeah. to do sure. it the, the conifers may not have a gusto to and, do it and with those you just uh, do a little tlc you know top dressing of compost a little heavier mulch a little more water just kind of say oh i'm sorry here this will help okay yeah. and they'll kind of rebound after that they should okay. so, so on the blank is my blank dead thing i'd say probably just because of the popularity of it butterfly bush that yeah. question's been there a lot yep. um macrophylla hydrangeas you yep. know the pinks and the blue flowering ones that question's been there uh caryopteris but you know it's just not as popular of a plant uh, so some of these things and it's just a matter of you know scratching the branches and see if there's any green underneath and then yeah, because if you don't see any leaves emerging then just hang in there uh and then if there's no green underneath, cut the branching back to where it is green down at the base of the plant, and then hopefully it'll flush out. That's why in the fall we always suggest that you mulch up over Budlia, Caryopteris, those things that are um, subshrubs or not. They're, they're, the they're shrubs, wo- they're but woody, not really. but they're not. Yeah, but not hard really. <laughs> to be. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's good to to mulch up because you you're going to protect those. It just takes a little tiny bit to take that edge off of that cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes all the difference in the world. But then you have to take the mulch back away from it. 
or, uh, in the spring. Because ASAP, yeah. Okay. Because then for it starts harboring. Oh, yeah. Get on it. Bella. <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of like uh, at my house where we have all the leaves left from last fall. Huh. That's covering. You didn't burn them. That's co- no, <laughs> sorry. No, that's covering. Uh, but everything that's under there is they're, they're yes. still coming up. Yeah, yeah, it'll you come know. out through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's nice because it then kind of covers up the leaf debris mess. And yeah. then you can just ignore it again. It grows right through. <laughs> then it breaks down into the soil. And I think it's a system that's been designed that's. More effective than what you could do on your own. Maybe. The the woods that he lives near. Yeah. Next to. <laughs> it's <right>? pretty cool. <laughs> it's funny how nature works, right? It is. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was mowing my lawn yesterday and I'm trying I was trying to do it in a different direction than I normally do. Good girl. Really? Yeah. Is that because uh, that was my question? Is that really a big deal? Because no. it took me so much longer to try to do diagonal, turn around, diagonal. Instead, of, if, like if I could just do a square or a circle, that's what you want to do. Do it. But, and and if I'm careful not not to go over my ruts that I had the last mowing, isn't isn't that good enough? <laughs> Theoretically, you shouldn't have any ruts. Okay, well, I guess in in quotation marks, ruts per se. If I can see the the lines from the last mowing, then you're oh, w- mowing way know. too often. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. So yeah. I'd probably. Say that. Okay, I'll quit. <laughs> Look, I just want to know if I can keep doing it the easy way. <laughs> I would. You can. Absolutely. Okay. You, you know, can. lawns are so overrated. Oh, come on, <laughs> really. <laughs> Grass, grass okay. is grass. John, John Weisgarver is here to tell you that lawns and sports are way overrated. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. No, I, there's no yeah. agreeing. I'm just saying, I'm speaking for you. And the two do go together, lawns and sports. They do. Sometimes. Because, oh, Miss Cubs fan. I still, it's just so beautiful to me how they will mow a baseball field. Regardless of the city, they just take such pride in how it looks. And they'll it, do like a checkerboard pattern or a plaid. That takes a lot of effort, stripes. actually. Does lots, it? Lots more than what you're thinking about. Oh, I'm sure. It's a real um, trick to it. With setting but, different heights yeah. on your wheels. Whatever they do, don't even you don't even want to get into it. It's just a lot more complicated uh, than um, you think. Okay. Um, you so, guys do that to me every year. Someday I will find the secret. To how to do a cool and you're going to mow your lawn like a baseball field? I might. I doubt it. <laughs> if it doesn't take me too long. <laughs> have, have you guys had many questions about uh, insects, insect damage so far? I have, I have not. No, I haven't. I think it's been too cold. I know we've had a few warm days, and they've just been extremely warm days. But I think mostly, by and large, we've had a pretty cool spring. Because often by now, people will say, "I have these holes all over my roses," or "I have the exactly. holes or doing this or doing that." And, and I've, I'll be admitted, I'm one of the first ones to have uh, sawfly damage or, you know, the little lacy leaf um, leaves. So, so describe that, would you? It's, it's, like, it's like lace. Uh, it, they're just little holes, like bullet holes all over my rose, uh, the leaves on my rose bushes. And it'll start, usually it starts towards the bottom of the plant, but it's, it's a sawfly that eats the holes. Um, I have a, a insecticide that I use. It gets it takes care of it. The the bare three in one, I like that a lot. Takes care of that problem. So that's where you drench the plant with it. Yeah, absorbs it. And and, and uh, you know what? It works. Yeah. <laughs> so so you you are probably not going to even see the soft line necessarily. 
um, no, you see the, exactly. You see the damage, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, the, so, the, no, that's exactly the right. symptom. Yeah. Yeah. And so, if but, you actually look, it's just like a little tiny green larva worm. No, I don't want to see it. Well, sometimes <laughs> you can see them, but very seldom. <laughs> okay. I just like now go. I, yeah, you're dead. So that's that's commonly what we'd be dealing with right now, but yes. we, we just haven't seen that much of it yet. Like you said, maybe just because it's now, been a little bit too now cool. Now I'm going to have to go home and look at my rose bushes really carefully. Yeah. Well, speaking of the cool weather, we have a text that's asking about that. Uh, they're saying no obvious signs of freeze damage on the leaves of my rhubarb after the recent cold snap. Can I assume that the stalks are safe to eat? What do freeze damaged leaves even look like? And... Uh, and so they said they're going to be listening. 351-5357 is our text line as they ponder their answer. Well, I'm not surprised you didn't see any freeze damage because it really wasn't that cold. No, it wasn't. I mean, 29 or 30, 31, 32.9, according to Marianne Metz. That's exactly uh, right. Uh, Miss Digital <laughs> Thermometer. Uh, so every, and I think, again, if you live out in the country or it's out in the open versus if it's a little bit more sheltered, it got warmer or colder than some of these temperatures. Yeah. Uh, if in doubt, don't. If in doubt, let the stalks that are down underneath these protective stalks, you know, these outer leaves, wait another few days or a week and those stalks will be large enough to harvest to eat, you know, that couldn't have gotten cold because those outer leaves would exactly. have protected the plant and you're not eating the leaves anyway you're eating the stalks that are invariably sheltered by the leaves so personally i would you'd go ahead and yes eat the rhubarb and, and absolutely it, it's something it's it's a um oh shoot i forgot the name of it. it's an acidic reaction that travels from the leaves down into the stalk but um like you said steve you're not eating the leaves no, I you know, and if it's 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 got to be really cold. But can that affect the taste? Well, you can see some. Uh, if it's been that cold, you can see some obvious damage. It'll it'll turn a little bit dark or mushy. Does that make sense? On the leaves. Yeah. So okay. Again, I would do it under the circumstances that we had this last week. Right. A third point and, just and, if, and if and if you're concerned about it, don't. Then just don't. Yeah. And if you're concerned about it, if the plant's healthy, it's growing, and again, you're going to have so many more shoots over the next week or two. Then enjoy those. Yep. It's amazing that it's already sprouting and and just about time to harvest. To start, considering it's May first. I know. Wow. Speaking of harvest. Yes. Sorry, I didn't pick any asparagus last night Ooh. or this morning. Did you lose your la- flashlight or what? I didn't want to bend over last night to grab it. Oh. <laughs> and this morning it was too dark. Gotcha. See, there's good. where flashlight works. I understand both reasons. Yeah. That's okay. But it's yeah. time. Okay. And it's it's performing. Doing well. Oh, oh. that's awesome. Perfect. It actually, it's been perfect weather for asparagus. Well, it has. And, you know, if you think about some things that... Uh, that are perennials. The rhubarb certainly is something that somebody can plant and enjoy for years and years and years. The asparagus would yes. be, and I don't know if we have any crowns left or for no, crowns. We, we have yes. a few. Yeah. We still have some crowns left, yep. which you, or, you know, take a little bit more effort to plant initially, yes. but talk about rewarding and being able to enjoy it. Oh, for sure. Year after year after year. Absolutely. And a lot of the perennial herbs too. So whether it's sage or thyme or oregano or some of these things that are tougher than nails yeah. that come back year after year that you can, Enjoy immediately. 
Yeah. Um, hmm. So. But these are cool weather vegetables, and and. Stand well, well the, be, because of everything I mentioned here as a perennial, we live from year to year. It tolerates the cool conditions. It makes it through the summer. It's a perennial plant, you know. Okay. So it's out there. Not, and I'm just saying that compared to a cool season vegetable like radishes and carrots and peas and lettuce, lettuce and spinach and okay. onions and all that kind of stuff, which you can still plant now. It's not too late in any way, shape, or form. That's absolutely right. And I know they just stocked the seed racks again, so I don't think we're out of it literally anything that's, oh, that's, great. that's time and appropriate. So those got filled up again yesterday too. Good. Excellent. So we're in, we're in good shape there. And the soil temps at the four and eight inch levels are right at 60 degrees. So we're getting in the time where it's going to be okay for most things to go out in the yard. Great. We're getting there. It's not, not quite there, but we're well, getting there. Like what are you shooting for in a soil tomatoes. temperature? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants to put out their tomatoes, but you know, putting out tomatoes in too cool of a soil temperature, uh, Even sixty can degrees. set it back. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's. But, but we're getting close. Well, and I think you know the forecast could change six times between now and no. the end of the week. <laughs> but I think you know they're saying moderate average temperatures are cooler yes, than right. Exactly. So we have a lot of nights in the forties. Yep. Uh, coming up here, and some highs. You know, not even out of the sixties. Sixties, yeah. So I think you know, even though it's going to be warm. The next two or three days, right? Maybe not tomatoes. Yeah. So I think, I mean, what I see right now, I would wait. It's going to be soon, but not yet. Okay. I'd, I'd get what I want. I'd have it ready to go. Absolutely. Yep. So I don't miss out. Exactly. Are you kind of looking for more of a 70, 75 degree Closer. soil temperature? Closer to that, yes. Okay. Okay. It'd be nice if the nighttime temperatures are more of a 50 degrees and above as much as possible and not in the 40s. Kind of like the tropicals. So oh. like Steve said, most of this next week, the forecast is lows in the 40s, high, mid-high 40s. But still, that's pretty chilly for most plants that don't like the cold. Well, it was even chilly out there this morning. Yeah, it was. You know, it was. 40 degrees or whatever it was with a breeze and no sun. and With the top down? Wet feet. Wet hair. <laughs> top down on your convertible? Yeah. Did you? Good for of you. Of course I did. The sun shining. I was going to say, you didn't walk in here with wet hair. No, it's because <laughs> you had the top down. <laughs> this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can give us a call at 217-356-9397 or text us at 217-351-5357. So, John, you, you told me that you were planning on doing something in your yard a couple of days ago. Did you get out there and do anything? Because I forgot to ask you. Well, unfortunately, when I had my day off, I had to do other things. Oh, I'm sorry. Indoors. Plus, it, plus, it was kind of wet. It was, it was, that was the day it rained. Oh, oh that's okay. right. Yeah. That's a sorry. wonderful excuse. I mean, that's a reason. Well, yeah. but it was kind of crashed my party. It's, yeah, it's know. kind yeah. of frustrating. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I understand that. So, question for you guys. Um, with some of the crazy accents out there you got in some unbelievable alocasias caucasias you know some great foliage accents this week and some really neat cordylines um i'm loving the lysimachia sunburst that it's about as pendulous about as hanging straight down as you can possibly get a rounded leaf dark green leaf a reddish stem on it 
I got to incorporate some of that in some of the containers. This I got year. to use it yeah, last year, and I loved it. So loved it. So how many times do you make notes of what you're going to buy for different pots and containers, and versus how much time do you just emotionally walk around and say, "I'm drawn and I grab that." It's number two. Number two. <laughs> well, I I just get do the number one because I haven't been able to grab it yet. <laughs> So. so what you're saying is, at least you can write it down what you're going to buy for this I, I one. I hope it's still going to be here. And hope that it's still there. You know, That's I've done right. that a lot of times, and it just doesn't work, John. I know, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That's Gosh, when you go to plan it. two or three. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Bill from Muhammad is calling in. Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys today? Hey, morning, Bill. Great, good, thanks. thanks. Good. So we had some elephant ears in some pots last year around the patio in the pool. And at the end of the season, we took the bulbs, put them in a bag. And I just remembered during the crawl space, is it too late to pull them out and plant them? Or when is the prime time to do that? You're not too late if they look good. Um, have you yeah. seen them since last September or October? Nope, just driving down the road and thought about them when I heard you guys. So we'll pull them out here in the next hour. So. What would, yeah, what pull, would, what would you out. do, you two? Well, I think, uh, obviously, if they're firm and not shriveled or, or mushy, you're good to go. So uh, I think you'll have the most success. Are you, do, you want, do you plant them in the ground or do you plant them in containers? Well, we've always had them in containers, but we're thinking of planting them around the outside of the fence around our pool. And nice. we've never done that before, so we thought we'd give it a shot. We've got a bunch of them. I think uh, immediately I would consider starting them in a container to get them started okay. because you're, you're working uh, with that still that cold soil temperature. Mm. So you could get a little jump start on them, and then you could transfer them into the ground you know, in a few weeks. That's exactly what I, yeah, that's what I do, Bill. I honestly, that sounds really cool too. I love the idea of, of, of putting those along your fence, along a pool. Near a pool. Oh, that's what got just me. perfect. Yeah. But yeah, like John says, start them indoors now, a little bit of warmth. They really probably would enjoy that um, to get them uh, stimulated and going. And, and when you, and if you had the luxury of a deck or a patio or a porch, you could have them in and outside out. yeah. during the day and then bring them inside in the evening and, and, uh, and jumpstart them, like I said. Just use a regular high-quality potting soil yep. when, you, when you plant them. And then how much of the elephant ear would you guys have sticking above the soil line? Uh, probably the top inch or two. Yeah, just just, uh, just a peak out of the surface. Ish. And then when you transplant it into the garden, maintain that same depth right. into the yard. And I, I guess I would caution you, Bill, too, um, most of us have pretty heavy, crappy soil around our house. Yep. Especially yep. if you had any excavation done with a pool and some other things, you're likely to have more of that. So in the meantime, while you're waiting to go ahead and plant them, if you can do anything to improve the quality of the soil where you do want to plant them by adding as much organic matter as you're willing to spade into the existing soil, so it could be lighter and so the roots can develop faster and so it can drain away better than it would be if it was a heavy clay soil. I think you'll really, really like the results. Yep. All right. Thanks. Appreciate the advice. Have a great day. Yeah. Have well, fun. Thank Thanks, you, Bill. Oh, that's yeah. going to be great. Thanks very much. What does an elephant ear bulb look like? It is about the size of a coconut? or Some of them are, are like that. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I have this perfect vision, you know, the coconuts. 
you know, sitting by your pool. But then oh, with all these elephant ears point. along the side of the pool and yeah, this yeah, making it's it gonna be a really great summer at Bill's house. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. That sounds Maybe really cool. Pop in a couple of palm trees. Oh, and he too. should come and get a palm tree or two. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would help. He could give us his address at that time <laughs> also. He could just come give out. Give us an invite. Drop by. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, the elephant ears, we don't have any of the bare uh, bulbs of elephant ears. We have potted, things that are potted. And already kind of started. Yeah. Kind, not kind of, but they are definitely Fairy started. Very started. They're definitely started. There are several varieties out there, too, yes, right? Yes, there Quite a are. Few, yeah. uh, different leaf shapes, different leaf colors, different heights of the plant. Yes. Oh. can oh. be very interesting. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. And I think you're absolutely right. If you could incorporate those, possibly some of the red leaf bananas, the insetis, uh, palms, yep. uh, you would have the ultimate yeah. tropical feel, some hibiscus. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Just bring that's, on the sunscreen. That's your next project, right? A pool. Oh. Yeah, wow. okay. <laughs> Talk about oh. a, a few. He'd have to have the Illini covering screen <laughs> in area just because of the yeah. debris. I'd be spending more time pulling leaves out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think so. I think yeah. so. So, um, can I plant X? I, I'd say the only thing I wouldn't consider planting quite yet would be some of the really tender things, yeah. uh, the annuals, basically, I would hold off on those for the most part, except if it was like a dianthus or uh, I'd probably even plant the lobelia or dusty miller and some of that stuff. But impatience, I'd hold off on. I would hold yeah, off on. Yeah, and, sure. and marigolds, I'd hold yeah. off on. I'd hold yeah. off on the warm season vegetables. But if it's a perennial, it's going in the ground. Yeah, for it's, sure. If it's a tree or shrub, it's going in the ground. I'd hold off on basils, tomatoes, peppers, m- most of those things for, for just a little while. It's not going to be long, right? Yeah. Right? It's not going to be long. I don't think so. It's already May. Mother's Day in a week. 2021 is a third of the way over. And and again, if you want to cheat a little bit and you you say, okay, temperature-wise, I'm not quite ready to do it, but soil moisture-wise, it's diggable or it's plantable or it's workable, or if it will be soon, perhaps, before we get some rain, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, let the sun and the wind dry it out here for a couple of days. Cover that area before we get the rain again. Lift the cover off when the rain's over. And then once the temperatures warm up just a little bit, then you can just get right in and you won't be rained out or yep. anything like that. So you can control some things. Yeah, it, it takes planning ahead, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mary, Gotta yeah. remember. <laughs> you haven't mentioned what you're doing in your yard or garden. I, I'm not doing too much. Yeah. Well, I, I are you enjoying the pruning, uh, small pruning projects, not not big things. You don't want to do too much of that now because saps are running pretty good and stuff. But watching the tree, uh, the um, Japanese maples come out has just been fabulous. Mm. Every tr- day it's different. It is. And tree peonies, I just, I had a friend just show me a picture of some tree peonies that uh, I shared with him and, and they're flowering. And they just look beautiful. But my tree peonies are all, all, they've all just come out in the last couple of days. They're just blooming like crazy but the difference this year is that most of them are in full sun and exposed to the wind and rain so they're going a lot faster Uh, they don't stay on the the shrub for um oh gosh i could have flowers for seven eight days ten days on the tree peonies wow Uh, that that's kind of a long time but that's when they were protected or in the canopy of that the the tree that i lost Mm -hmm. but not this year they're just here and the here and gone 
So I've got to be out there and enjoying them. So I'm spending but, time enjoying. But the enjoying. temperatures are great for oh making them gosh, last yeah. longer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I did have one peony, a uh, herbaceous peony uh, bloom. Uh, it's it's was was called a rock garden peony. So it's really short. It was really pretty, uh, and in full sun, of course. But it bloomed at the beginning of that uh, really warm, windy period we had last week, mm. and it was just gone mm. in two days, which is very unusual. Hmm. It usually something is that, that lasts the variety a week that you shared last year. Yes, I believe it is. And and I'm more exposed in terms yes, of temperature are. and wind and stuff like that. So I'm not as far along as you are. I'm probably about a week behind you, I would guess, or if, yeah, not, so if not more. Plus it was new, a new transplant. It, it may not bud this year, but I hope it does. I think it will. That's awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. And it was called Pink Champagne. Nice. Isn't that sweet? Yes, nice. it is. Lovely pink flower. I was out watering this morning in the front, in the patio area, and the peony selection is still really good. Oh, my gosh, And there's yeah. so many that are budded heavily a few that are cracking some color a few yes. that are open but most of them are just starting to bud yes really really nice yep gosh talk about something that's so rewarding and you'll have for for years decades yeah yeah probably uh if you plant it it'll still be here after you're dead after your grandparents i yeah. mean you can do it for your grandchildren sure because they'll, they'll, it'll live that long it, it's oh, a yeah. 60 70 80 year perennial easy wow well, and there's Putting it in perspective, how much I value a really great peony that you just fall in love with the color on. I actually gave it two raised beds in the vegetable garden space. Nice for some of the peonies, just to have them right there as yep. a cut. And uh, that's nice. Yeah, because oh, they're yes. so cool. They really are. We love our pennies, and yeah, ours are. They're budding. They have just a little. They're showing a little bit of color. And what I love about them is that they usually are blooming right around Memorial Day when we are taking flowers to the cemeteries. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're able to use our own peonies, you know, year so after year, which you is used nice. Used to call it Decoration and Day. Some iris, yeah. Yeah. really. Decoration Day. Oh, decoration yeah. well, Not Memorial Day. day. And okay. you'll typically see in very old cemeteries. Uh, there's one by my house that's from 1875, and oh, wow. you'll see that cool. there are, there's plants out there everywhere. Sure, absolutely. Is, it's kind of cool. You know, one thing I learned to do with peonies was to what is what you call side budding. Uh, peonies, a, a lot of the older ones, uh, uh, routinely would one stem would have a main bud, and then in each leaf joint there would be an, a secondary bud, and sometimes you could have four or five of those secondary buds. But when all those come open... Um, the stems would fall over, you know, in yes. wind and rain. Or um, it would just take so much energy away from the main bud that it would be a smaller flower. So the trick is to take all the side buds off. It's called side budding. Okay. And the main bud will be bigger, the flower will be bigger, and the stem will be less heavy. Oh. So it, it has a couple of functions. But I, I always do that with ones that I know are going to have... Uh, the multiple buds on it but the hybrids typically don't have those side buds on it so they're just they just stand up with one flower on top of them okay. so you don't have to do that but that's yeah, fun thank you for that tr- that tip sure you're I, welcome I, okay. i'll or be you, doing that or you can just put one of the uh, peony rings around it and not worry about it one or the other well okay yeah i could do that too <laughs> <laughs> But if I can play with the plant, come on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You can stand there and talk to it or sing to it and do your thing. And Yeah. You know. So a yeah. question for you. Japanese maples again. If anybody had any um, twig dieback on the tips of the plant. Yes. 
certainly no reason not to go ahead and take that out, right? Absolutely. Oh, Anytime yes. you notice something no. dead, always yes. take it out, whether yes. it's relative to this Japanese maple question or yes. or anything else. Yes. If you verify that it's dead, cut it back to where it's green. Exactly. And we've had a little bit of that going on this year because we had um, enough mild temperatures to, to get a lot of different shrubs and trees uh, butted out, uh, leafed out, and then the cold came in and burned the, the tips or some of the leaves, some of the surface of the leaves. So just go ahead and take them off. And if it was a branch, go ahead and cut it. Just trim it back a little bit. And, and typically, well, not even typically, you always should cut it back to just above a leaf node or a bud. Yes. Right? Absolutely, yes. You know, not so close, microscopically close, that you're going to yeah. dehydrate that new bud or that new shoot. But you're talking about, depending upon the size and the scale of the thing, within a sixteenth of an inch to an eighth of an inch-ish, yeah. relatively speaking. Yes. A quarter inch might be would be pushing yeah. it, probably, <laughs> if... if on the smaller stuff anyway. Just, just say close. Just get close. Yeah. And then, huh. of course, that rule doesn't apply when you're using a head shear and you're just kind of whacking things off, whether it's electric <laughs> or regular, because you're just... <laughs> just out there it, doing it. Right. Just giving just it a clean line. It. <laughs> That's a good tip for your ornamental grasses, is the hedge clipper. Yes, it is. And twine. If it's a sharp hedge clipper. Well, and yeah. just saying, it's probably a little bit late. Pretty, to be yeah. uh, pruning back your last year's ornamental grasses. They've or, probably started growing. But you could cut them high. You could. And then you could come in with pruners and try and get some of the dead uh, out. Sure. Sure. Yes. But um, hedge pruners, that's a great great way to do it. And tying twine around the the, the stand of, of the grasses from last year. Oh, tying okay. twine around it, and and then using the hedge clippers or, or shears to cut it off. Oh. Great way to do it. And if it's too meaty to use hedge clippers, that way, just take a good pair of hand pruners and just bite through it that way. Oh my gosh! Because yeah. that's where's that my hand out thinking about it. Would could they possibly be that thick? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The easily, easily where you it's like they're so wide you can't get the hedge clipper. Around it. <laughs> really, you just can't. You, you can't. Know? So yeah. I would do that. I've taken a wood saw, not necessarily a, a pruning saw for a tree. I'd take something with a finer tooth and just, you know, bunch it up like you're talking about. You just slice it, it that right across. Get that saws all out. And, there yeah. you go. <laughs> oh, that won't jam. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to cut, oh, a, yeah. cut them with a chainsaw. Yeah, it kind of jams up the chain Ooh, there's the another blade. thought. This, sound, this sounds like Ed Kelly again. No. The flamethrower. Or if you're allowed to burn, <laughs> just burn them off. Because yeah, that that's, works too. That's, that's the natural way to do, to do it. it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay. But... Well, in, in well, because most cities, communities. So if you live in Savoy it, or outside right. of Champaign-Urbana, yeah, burn them. But not now; it's too late. Yeah, there's a lot of areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I've seen grasses coming up out of some, something that's been sheared off. I, I'm seeing new growth coming up, so it's it's been warm enough for grasses, to, ornamental grasses, to really have a good start. Nice. So. I I will suggest. Don't don't burn them today. It's supposed to be very it's windy. Way too windy. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, there could be a no well, burn notice. Well, if, oh wow. Let's, if, they, there was if, one the other day, so that's why I bring yeah. it. If they're that's showing all. green, it's too late anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Hey, so we're open till six today. We're open ten to five tomorrow. Plenty of parking. Plenty of cashiers. Mother's Day special. And a few plants. 
Uh, we have a, well, there's lots of specials throughout the store. There's some coupons on prairiegardens.com you might want to check out. Oh, yeah. Plus, if you buy a $50 gift card, uh, you get a free Boston Fernandez basket work that's Fern. worth 20 bucks. Beautiful. All right. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with Plant Experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leak, and my assistant is Brooke Sholem. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have a podcast of the show available later today at WDWS.com. You'll also find previous podcasts of our shows there as well. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy the weekend. Happy May Day. Garden naked if you want to. <laughs>